Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by, yes, I'm gonna say it. Say it. The number two Braves fan uh, in the country, Jaylet the Kid. What it do, what it do, you got the hat on, that's why I'm giving it to you today, today only, game one, let's go. You're getting the number two because you're in the doghouse and you have no idea. What did I do? I don't think Jordan has been watching the games. I have been. We just discussed, we were just off air. I don't remember that. (laughs) Okay. Um, then let's talk about the last game. You know, I, you know, we've been, the Braves are in the world series. Um, they, they took down the Dodgers handedly, uh, slayed the giant that had scorned us the year before Mm -hmm. as we were discussing off air, something that in sports, you always feel like it's one, it's one sided. And this is great because this is the Rocky punch back after he got punched and fell to the mat. Well, and this is also too when that happens to you know the other team, they blow it up. They've got a lot of free agents, so they're gone. It's a very serious look in the mirror situation for for the Dodgers now. I mean, I to me they're kind of like the last couple of years they're like that Alabama tier of good where they have so many good people. They're still going to reload with a lot of them. I feel like. A couple people are going to move, but they're, I feel like, going to be just as good next year. They'll probably, they'll probably be, I don't, they, they'll probably be just as good next year. They're in trouble, though, because they're in a division with the just, I mean, the Giants should yep. not have done what they've done. And then the, yeah, you got the Padres over there, too. That's true. That's true. That's but a tough division. There's, there's no better feeling than taking down the Giants when they're sitting there. And they've got Scherzers, and they've got all of these guys sitting mm-hmm. there, and we're out here with Rosarios, um, just no namers taking you down. Yeah, but you are the number two. Fine. Uh, Tonight. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Jordan's been watching the games. Um, you know, one of the games I believe that he was watching. I was getting lots. Of I was texts. Text- I texted you every single game. Nope, not true. Very little text back action. Uh, not true at all. He was not texting at all in the other games. He texted one game. I could tell he was in it every after you know every big play. He was in it. Other games, there was it was silent as a mouse. Nothing there. And then especially the big game. When we fucking, you know, won and we went on to the World Series, first, you know, phone call goes out to him. It's a FaceTime. Uh, crickets. He doesn't pick up. It was like 1230. I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear the excuses. You were not watching. You were laying in bed with your lovely wife and you, you pick it up mm. and you say, Go Bravos, wasn't watching Go Bravos, and then none of this happens. This whole conversation doesn't even happen. It's a butterfly effect. Is it? What's what's a what's a like, butterfly effect? I, like I if one thing changes it therefore alters the the all things that occur after that. So had I picked up that phone call, you would have been so happy that I answered. You were feeling lucky, you went to the store. 
you were just getting a candy bar, you happened to pick up a lottery ticket, you scratched the lottery ticket, you just won 100K, you only did that because you were in a good mood and wanted a Snickers after talking to me, you see what I'm talking about? Okay. That didn't happen, so now you're, you're out 100K. Okay, so Jordan's a smart man, he knows the angles to take with the well-fed boy, and so that means that you now are you still are we still not text you now you can't now you can't text during games now we can't text during games well, or does know. that how does that how's that but so i don't know because if you remember last series i was the number one fan yes now you're making a switch right before the biggest game of our life together yes okay you're the a hey, look you are the uh you're the uh, what are they? You're the skip. You're the skipper here. Okay. I'm gonna love that. I, love that. I'm out in the field. I'm 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 the I'm the soldier getting my marching orders, and I'm just gonna do what's what's asked of me as a team player, so we can just bring home this W. Okay. So if I hit you up, then you'll be there, but you will not be first to engage. No, I'm out there. What do you mean? I'm out there in the field. I'm making plays. You know, I'm okay. doing what I gotta do, but I'm not going to step out of place. And, and and assume that I am the hero of the story until you come to me and say, hey, we can't do this without you. I thought for sure when I was going to put you on the, um, on the uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, put what, you, on the hot seat? On the hot seat, thank you. Um, I thought for sure you were going to use the card of uh, you were busy because Jordan... Jordan, listen, we've talked a lot on this on this podcast. Jordan can ball, and we're talking about b-ball here. Jordan's the the basketball player. I'm the baseball player. So mm. I thought for sure you were going to use the hand of, yo, season just started. I was getting those reps in, and I had nothing. I was futile. Wasn't it like Saturday night? I, if you would have used that, though, if you would have said, hey, I was out fucking clanking. I thought you were gonna say like the the married card. That's where I thought you were gonna go. No, that that does not trump bra bravos, right? I want wifey. God damn it, this isn't live. We need to start podcasting live. She would be listening over the airways. She call would her up. Call in right now. Call her up. Put her on speaker. Call her up. I'll buffer while you call her. Put her on speaker. Let's do it. Okay? Because I know she. Uh, you know, after the fact, she always wants to get on these things, and we will. Uh, We'll get her in. We'll get her in. We'll get her in. But the wifey card does not. Okay. Wifey, make sure you, you put the you make you put the speak on the podcast right now. I need you to settle something. I need you to settle something for uh, the well-fed boy and I. Have I or have I not been watching the Braves games every night that they're on TV? You have, but also, can you just say about me being good luck? Well. Why is she always have to why, make it about her? You, What's up with that? that about you? Yeah. It's always about me, babe. Hang up. Hang up. All right. Thank hang you. Up. I love you. Bye. Hang up. What Our the? What, what? What the fuck was that? You see how I just the one? You know, this is my <laughs> one. This is our one day. We get to bro out. We get to just engage one another, have thoughtful, meaningful conversations. It's the one day we, we just want to add a little sazon to get. the to the to the story here. We, we try wanna, to we try to even add her as a wrinkle, and you see what she does. She turns the entire ship towards towards and, and, wifey land. Yeah, and and I don't want to hear. I'm not, I don't want to even don't 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 engage don't engage me on that that uh, what good luck stuff. I don't know what that is. We don't need luck. 
I don't know if she meant, was she saying good luck to the Braves tonight? I, or was she saying I good luck like to she, me? I felt like she was saying like she was the good luck charm. Oh, no, she was. That's that's very. I thought you meant the good luck right at the end. That's what she said right before she hung up. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure she uh, thinks producer she's Mike edits that out. Yeah, yeah. Mike, cut that. But uh, yeah, Braves are in the World Series. We are ecstatic over here. Um, When's the last time either one of us had a team in the championship round in any of our four sports? Is it, is it Green Bay in like 2010? Be, I mean, you're not a Heat fan. No, then it's Heat. It's, it's Heat for be you. Heat it's 2013. The heat in the bubble? Oh, Does yeah. that count, you know? No, the Lakers won in the bubble. I know, but oh, the Heat were... But we made it, you know? I'm talking about winning, though. Winning would have had to be 2013 when they won with the Big Three. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. It, for you. So that's still eight years, though. Yeah. It's been a while. We are starved... For a championship, and we would like this is our shared mutual team. This is our shared you, mutual team. You and Piper have the Packers, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'd love. Which we might be either, back. At, we might be back. You know, having this conversation again in a couple months with me coming onto your team now. Maybe. I mean, listen, I've I've I begged, I pleaded, and you know, a good emperor doesn't. You know, he asks. He only asks once. That's I've asked like five times. That's very mafia oso of you. Um, I watched the the new the the Saints of Newark. I watched the Sopranos. I haven't seen one. it yet. I watched it. And you said you you're saying it. I watched like it. you aren't you weren't that. You didn't Hold on, I got I have to adjust the mic because this. Mm. You you see what's going on here? Yeah, it's ruining our life. Let them what's going. Let tell them what's going I'm on. I'm trying here. to look at your beautiful fucking mug, and all I'm seeing is just it's the, just this the joint area of where the microphone. How's that? I like that. How's that? Is that better? Yeah. So yeah. did you like it or not? Um, I, 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 I did, I did like it. It was, I didn't expect much from it. Did the act? Did the guy who plays his son? Did he do a good job? Killed it. I had a feeling he, he did a really good job. Yeah. He's not as much in it or a part of it as you think he would be. Mm. I will say this: they're marketing it like I that. I will say this: the actor that plays Silvio. <laughs> Uh, Steve, Stevie, oh, you mean Stevie Van Zant, Silvio, but like the younger version. Yeah, the one. Oh, okay. Is on point. It's amazing. It's hilarious. It's hilarious to watch that actor play the young Silvio. He's just doing like the with his like tightening his. Lips oh my up god! And his, his shoulders. Like, posh, the shoulders, my guy. Oh my god! It's amazing. I I I urge you to watch it for the shoulders. Ugh, that he's low key one of my favorites out of the show. Yeah, because he's just like the henchman that he's the loyal, but he'll Would do you, anything. I'm gonna put you on the spot here right now because we are a podcast of just absolute tangents. <sighs> we keep a lot of tabs open. We never close a tab. We we yeah we were really bad at closing tabs and I and I'm just gonna go on this tangent because we're done with Braves and we're on to Sopranos and movies talk mm. because really we just talk sports music and, and and food on this thing a lot. Yes, just off the rip and I won't even put like a top three or a top five or whatever favorite Sopranos characters. I will go first if you'd like. Oosh. Um, Not including Tony. So Tony's out. Tony's out. Um, when you say when you say favorite, you're just talking about all every part about them. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Who do you got? Besides Tony, top top. 
Polly. Gotta be Polly. <laughs> it's gotta be Polly for me. Then I always loved uh, Furio. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, if I'm thinking favorites, I'm probably gonna go either uh, Silvio or Christopher as they're just great. Can character. you say his last name for me in like the awesome accent that you always do it? Uh, what is it? It's his. I'm trying to think of, with an M. Is it Mol? Oh my God! It's it, this is this is what I'm talking about with the Braves game stuff. Does the guy has the guy even watched Sopranos? It's been like eight years. Christopher Moltisanti. Moltisanti. <laughs> which is probably the best last name on the uh, on the on, on the, the show. show? Oh Moltisanti. yeah. Christopher Moltisanti. Yeah. yeah. That was that was actually the coolest part about the movie mm-hmm. was a lot of it had to do with Chris's dad. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Like. Yeah, yeah, his dad. I'm sorry. I mean, how can pussy? Pussy is also fucking a fantastic. Pussy's character. in there for you. That piece of shit. I mean, oh, oh, so now we're like holding. Hey, ourselves. I'm just saying. Okay, La Cosa Nostra. My, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. This thing yeah, about, Adriana's this thing. up there for oh. me. Adriana. What did she do after that? I looked it up because I re- you know, remember I recently uh, rewatched it again. I looked it up to see what she did. Nothing after that. Um, still kind of just cashing on that. Couple Broadway things. Mm. Um, she's a, she's just a like a New York girl. Like she's just like it's like she either one-off. plays that character or nothing else. I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. As am I. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I always feel bad for certain people when I'm just like, oh, man, you're the black gangster again. You know right. what I mean? Where yeah. like I'm like, yo, give this guy a chance to do something else if he wants to. But sometimes that's just like it. Just be like that. And then my other third favorite is um, Janice. No, uh, Janice no. was mother the, sister are just Janice, I detest them. She was the just little like what's what's it called when the like this the like the person just is always getting she's in it. Scheming. She's not the like chink she's or the, the, like, the she's the like you know yeah like the squirrel like I loved her. She had the Rolling Stones tattoo on the titty. You liked it just because she stirs the pot, and you like to stir the pot. Yeah. Well, and I loved that whole, um, you know, all. I mean, she always Richie Aprile. Oh my god. That that, uh, and then she got with What's then Ralphie. The, Ralphie. Ugh. Ralphie's up there too for me. That's what I, I I was thinking of. Like, I'm either going a main character, like one of his crew, or I'm going like that guy. Can I self appoint? I would be Ralphie. Uh, No, you can't self-appoint, actually. No, you can only be given a proper member of the Sopranos family from someone else. No problem if you talk like that this whole episode. I don't know if I could do that. I would self. I would. I would self-appoint the character for you. You're not self-appointing it. You're just appointing it. I would appoint it from myself to you. Who do you give me? I'm giving you. The therapist. Mm, I'm giving you like doctor. Uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, is it with an M? What do you, do you know it? No, I have no fucking clue. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. Mm, um, I'm gonna think about the whole episode, and then when I think about it, I'm just gonna just interrupt you when I when I hear it. Do you want me to not look it up? Don't okay. look it up. I would never. That was a test. Um, I'm gonna give you. You're the ther. I would say you would play the therapist. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Anything for me? Off the rip? I'm putting you on the spot. I know. I know. It's bad. Mm, if I am... 
I think you might be Silvio. I'm Silvio. Love that. Yeah. Is it because of his ties with the bring, uh, Bruce Springsteen band? I'm well. <laughs> Do people know that? Uh, I I think so. Right. Oh, well, I just heard him on I think on Levitard, and he was saying like there was this weird point where he, he was, was on known, Levitard. He was known for being in the band, and then he was known for being Silvio. And you, he was like on tour, and he could tell. Yes. Because the seasons yeah, were coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh shit, like. More people know me for this now than for being in the band. You know that he's completely bald. He's got the Brett Michaels thing going. Oh, a thousand percent. Right. He always does the, uh, look, you can't bandana every single day. As a, as a frequent bandana-er, you, you can't can bandana. Honestly, you are a perfect person to talk about this. Yeah, thank you for you the actually, accreditation. Yes. I am a, I am, I have multiple bandanas. Um, but... If you're bandanaing every day, we know there's a problem. Well, and your band You're hiding something. Well, and the band his bandana wasn't the normal bandana no. where you tuck the like, you know, the corner in the back. His no. was the full It's a full headdress. Covering everything. It's the white boy do-rag. Correct? It has to be. Right. Because if I tried to explain it away to any other thing, you'll see the picture and be like, that's a fucking white boy do-rag. What do you and say? um and we'll put it to bed after this. Okay. But uh, going back to Silvio in the Saints of Newark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna just spoil it for you, but I have to do it. He starts Silvio. The young Silvio is in it. He's got a uh, just a real bad wig piece going on. You can tell mm-hmm. that he's uh, he's balding. He's got the comb over. It's really bad. And then 30 minutes later. He's got a little. He's got. He's got the plugs in. He's got a new hairdo, and you can tell that was the. You know the. They were the movie was trying to show you this was the start of when he. Mm. You know, he started took his... care of the sitch. Okay, so this is him, just ascending. But like, also that's like a. Um, that's like a catalyst for like him. I feel like just becoming more gangster. Also, yeah, like he got that. He got the confidence. The confidence then he like got gets the clothes. Yeah. He's got the clothes. He gets the cocaine and the strippers. And then now he's in it. Yeah, but it was a it was a tickling moment when I was watching the uh <laughs> the the movie when I was like, Oh, he changed his hair. I love that. I love it. I loved it. I loved um, it. Um I need to watch that and we're gonna review it. So let me try to get that done. Um actually, can I ask you to re- review another one? What do you got? Um Dune. I've, I'm already on my list. Don't worry. I watched it last night and blew my mind. Okay, I like that. Um, I am gonna suggest one thing because it helped me after 15 minutes in. Because this mm. is this is two and a half. This is pushing 240. I love a long movie. Wifey hates it. She detests it. She wants a 90 minute wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yep. Give me the three hour masterpiece yes. every night. I don't care. Yeah. And um, I had to do it about 10 15 minutes in. Uh, pop the subtitles on. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say, which I was hoping you weren't gonna say, because it's a, it's the classic case of a movie thinking too hard when you have to start looking shit up online to like understand what's going on. I don't like that, but that's what I'm okay with. That's why I am uh saying pop the subtitles on. Got it. Okay. Because I will say this, and I'm not even tooting my horn horn at all. But Dune actually really goes back when it comes to my family's and more specifically my dad, uh, our history. 
My dad has been talking about. My dad read these books as it's. Oh, their books. I didn't. Yeah, their books that were written back in the like the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like this was, and this is another thing too. Like for you guys, when you watch Dune, you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is a Star Wars ripoff." Guess what? Not a Star Wars ripoff. If anything, Star Wars ripped off them. So you're gonna mm. see a lot of scenes in there and be like, "This is Star Wars." It's not. So just get that out of your head. Mm. See, but my, I, need, I needed that disclaimer before I went into this. I thought it was a part of Star Wars. It's not. Like I thought it was like an early like pre. It's not, but there's a lot of things in it. There's a lot of shots and stuff in in it. You know, because, I mean, this isn't a spoiler at all. Like, you know, it's intergalactic, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of shots in there that are going to remind you of, like, the Death Star and things like that. Dune is is totally original, and it was before Star Wars. Star Wars was the 70s. Dune and stuff was... Yeah, like early 70s, I think. Dune, the the books and stuff were were written, uh, you know, earlier than that. And my dad, I can... It's one of those things where... Are we calling George Lucas a fraud? Are you calling George Lucas a fraud on this podcast right now? No. No, because this... He would have sued you if you said yes. Yeah, this is... I'm glad you said that. Dune has a way deeper uh, plot going on to me... And, and in full honesty, I can only speak about this now because I just watched it last night. It's got way more of like a cooler thing going on. It's just not like you know, planets get planets. It's 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 a lot. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's deeper a, and like more. But my you know. dad early on, I can remember it was one of those things where you know where your dad, your usually it's always your dad, you know, is telling you about things early on, and you're like, Dad, I'm never reading this book. Like I have no interest in it. I could give two shits, and it was his favorite book series growing up, and it was called Dune, and so I have a little bit of history on it, and it's it's uh, it's fun now watching the movie because I would never wa- read the books, yeah, and it was it was it, it was amazing, but I would have even knowing that the little bit that I knew about Dune, that's why I popped the subtitles on because I was like, okay, hold on. What's going on? Because it's like there's try, there's things going on, and you got to like follow it. So okay, pop the subbies on. Heard. Pop uh, the subbies on. I was an avid reader as a child. Thank you, mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but she would always she always said when we when we when I was a kid, read the book then watch the movie. Mom was a big reader, huh? Oh, she's still she. Cranks, do you remember any she of cranks her books out? Do you remember her like you know when you're younger, her early ones that you were like that she was like I like these. No. No, I mean I'm sure I could just throw out like the James Patterson's, you know what I mean? Like, right. but, um, she's, I would say she's like a voracious reader. She's always reading. Okay. But she was always like, read the book, watch the movie. The mo- the book is always better. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, I'm into that. So yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Check out Dune. I will. And get back to me. I will. Um, Scott watched it and he loved it too. So okay. I, all, I need, I should actually, I probably should have never said that because I don't want you coming back and saying it was good just to say that because you know how much I hate that stuff. No, come on, bro. I'm going to give you the... I know, as soon as I said that, you and then you looked at me like with your eyes like scrunching, and, and I was like, Jordan never does that actually to me. Yeah, that was offensive and I'm offended. My bad. It's okay. My bad. Should we, should we just cut it here now? No, no, we actually have a lot to get. We to. have a lot to get into. Let's, that was a tangent, and that's your fault. Yeah, we have Go a Braves. lot to get into. Go Braves. Um, we are excited to be here. We are here um, on a, uh, we're, we're recording on a Tuesday because uh, things happened 
yesterday. And things will continue to happen on Monday nights here mm. on, the, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And those things that I'm talking about is we've got Jay Buckets back. That is correct, Your Honor. And when I say Jay Buckets, I mean Jordan has left the Brody mm. and he has joined another Jewish basketball league up in Boca. So you know it's the creme de, de la creme. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play on Monday nights. That's correct. And we had the first game last night, yesterday? We did. What time? Night. Nine o'clock, late 9 start. Nine p.m. Late start. You had the West. Co- you were on the West Coast. East Coast, baby. Um, so give me the stat line. Stat line was like five or six points. Um, some solid rebounds. Did they have you come off the bench? Started the game. Wow. Started the game. Did you uh, have to do a tryout? No. There was just. I, Did you I, tell me there was a tryout involved? No, there was. It was a word of mouth recruitment from a former camp player to. What was what was what was his name? Justin. Damn, I was waiting, I was hoping for like a Yuri. No, uh, but the kid who he referred me to was Noah. If that helps, a little bit. We're back. Okay, and uh, he told me about this league like a while back, and they. Only have so many. It's like a private league, I guess, and you have to be invited. And there's a draft and everything. Those things, those things make me proud. And uh, they make me proud to be your best friend or one of your best friends. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to have multiple best friends now, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. Right. But you're definitely up there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he told me it was going to be like a while, like a couple seasons before I could get in. Called me like a month ago and was like, "Hey, you're in." You're up. So went and got me some fresh kicks. You did. Had to. Tennis kicks. Yeah. Uh, returning um, those. Found a better pair. Returning the tennis kicks. Um, Jordan and I, we went and got fitted for our uh, tuxes and stuff for my brother's wedding, mm-hmm. which was quite a thrill. Um, Jordan stopped uh, you know, 30 minutes before. He met us at the place at the mall because he had to get new kicks. And he learned that the sneaker game is a little different. Oh my god! Just to just to show you, I basically bought a low cut pair of Pumas for my basketball shoes. If this, if 2021 told 2008 Jordan that, 2008 would have kicked him in the dick. Well, you said you were so mad because you couldn't find any. You None. wanted mids or highs. I wanted at least a mid. At least the these mid. are like. Maybe flirting between a low and a mid, but like all these new basketball shoes, they're all like lows. It's crazy. Why are we taking them back? Why are we taking the shoes back? Um, just because I found a better pair. What, what do you mean you found a better pair? Like I went to Dick's and I was like, these are kind of fresher as far as like what I want to feel in my feet. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep these. The first pair. This was before. After. This, this was after last night? No, 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 no. I bought like the oh, new this pair like a yeah. week after we saw each other. Okay. So yeah. you okay, so you found more of like the model that you you were looking for. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cheaper. No. Oh, uh, yeah, cheaper. same price, same price. Same price. Yeah. Okay, so Dev taking them back. I don't know. We'll no. See. No? I might just keep them. I mean, this is this is this is who this is who I'm dealing with and this is why I love them. Keeps me on my toes. I don't want someone to just give me the news, okay? I'm not. All right. Not not giving you the news. So Jordan's back on the hardwood. Everyone can get the fuck out of the way. He only scored five points. 
Um, Some key steals, though. I was about to say, how was the D? Defense was actually much better than the O. D yeah. was good. O was eh. eh? The O will definitely come back. You Do you have that. jerseys? Uh, ordered my jersey, yeah. Ordered your jersey. It's just a uh, one side's dark, one side's light. What's the number? Don't know yet. Don't know yet? Yeah. Okay, you have to earn that. No, it just comes this week. But by the end of this year, after you establish yourself... You will be telling the person that has the number... That I want that give me that jersey. Which is the number 15. 17. 17. Knew that. Yep. Um, that it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jordan's back on the hardwood. It's very exciting. Um, I will be going to some games. Come. I'm, I will be going to some games. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, and if you don't do well... We don't talk about it the whole ride home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 But okay. if I play well, I don't know. Um, how was the weekend, bud? Weekend was good. Um, you know, kind of kept it pretty low key. Did some yard stuff. Threw a little disc this weekend. That was nice. I don't want to really talk about what happened Sunday afternoon because that was terrible again. Your team sucks. Yeah. He's talking about the Dolphins. Your team sucks. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's really sad because we were pretty good last year, record-wise at least. And uh, we just shit the bed this year and we're terrible. We're, I mean, do you want to fire anybody? Um, I'm not fine. I'm reserving judgment. I want to see how the rest of this season plays out. Well, because this... And then I will give you my, at the end of the season, G- GM Jordan will take over. Because this was another thing too that I, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't really expect to talk. I didn't put it on the show sheet, but you know... You know, Tangent City. Uh, apparently, this is just going to be Tangent City today. Mm. Um, did we want Deshaun Watson? No, we don't. You, we don't want Deshaun we Watson. Can't. Come on, bro. Why not? I mean, for the obvious reason of just the fact that he's clearly a terrible human being. On top of that, we don't even know if he could play. So trading for him does nothing. Yes, for he us. can. What do you mean? Yeah, he can. He he's going to be suspended. How do you know that? Because. Even at this point, he's bad. He's brought bad press to the league. That's like conduct detrimental. Uh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's the thing they always used to fucking say. I don't know. Yeah, he's gonna get a six or eight game minimum. I'm I'm starting to sniff out a little uh, little um, what's it called outside of outside of the court. A little settlement. A little action. settlement. I'm sniffing a little settlement. If he was smart, he would, but he probably can't because there's just too many fucking women. Uh, there's 22 women. Minimum that um, we know of. I want him to come to the Dolphins so we can order a fuck ton. Because we've been telling you guys for weeks, we got a lot of cash in the bank. We don't know what to do with. I want him to come so we can order a fuck ton of the Deshaun the Watson. Uh, yeah, ta- uh, the milking table. The milking tables, mm-hmm. and you know we can wrap those and you know shut the funk up podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll sell that. You sure. know that. I want to cash in on that. So I want Deshaun to come so we can get a bunch of milking tables out there. Maybe start a Bills Mafia thing. No. No. If you guys can't see right now, hands are crossed. No. There's nothing that I could throw at him that will, like, you know, even make him move. He's doing karate chops right now on me, and you got to respect it. Thank you. So, um, I had a good weekend. Let, let's see. What? What? Oh, I, I impromptu DJ set. Mm. Little impromptu DJ no set. No text. I see. It was literally uh, 
midnight the night before on Thursday. Uh, they asked me to come DJ. I said, hell to the fuck no. And then she came back and she said, these guys specifically you know, requested you. They heard you and they really want you. And I said, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Mm. And I'll be there. How was it? It was good. It was good. It was. Um, I had no idea who the who the who this. It was his birthday. He was doing it at uh, Ginger's. Um, shout out to Ginger's. They've been like you know the only ones that are supporting the well-fed boy with mm. uh, post-COVID. Mm. I guess nobody wants like you know the big man in the funk. They do. But Ginger's is. Uh, they will. They welcome me, and it was nice. They uh, they loved they they loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I did, yeah, I did that on Friday and then Saturday I gave back to the community. Ooh, tell me more. Your boy was at the St. David's carnival Uh. on the flat top serving up fucking cheesesteaks and sausages and kielbasas. You would have been proud. I needed you there. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm going, I'm going to heaven. Did you do it for free? Oh, yeah. For the Lord. For the Lord. And not only did I do it for free and for the Lord, um, I it was, you know, because the carnival took a year off for obvious reasons, mm. COVID. So as I kept yelling the whole time when I was cooking, this is the year of the people. And I gave everybody double meat. <laughs> um. That's the difference between just a, a regular person and a mensch. Adding yeah. that double meat without you didn't tell them, right? Nope. See, you that's the because you know the, the frozen, the frozen, you know, food yeah, yeah, yeah. The, pre, you the pre-sliced. You, you put yeah, one portion. on, you put one on the grill, and, you, and then you put the uh, the peppers and the onions or whatever they want for sure on top of that. Correct. They were getting two. Mm. They were getting two. I and how did it feel to be back on the flatty? Not that you don't have one here, as you both, as you all know, we're flatty daddies. We both have flatties, mm. but. How did it feel just to be out in public on the flatty? It felt good to flex up. Um, I totally took over, which was like probably annoying for everyone else there because like, you know, they wanted to like, you know, either help out or like do things their certain way. And I Can't just do that. took over and I was like, nope, I need buns here. I need cheese here. And those onions are burning. <laughs> exactly. So you're if- just a, you're a grill alpha. Yeah, you gotta uh, be though. You can't you can't work a grill if you're if you're not gonna be an alpha. Yeah, so it was really nice. Had a guy come over to me and he shred up just with fucking cheese running down his fucking puss, and that's what we call <laughs> it. That's what that's a that's a lingo that my my dad used to always say when we were younger. He used to say like if things were hanging out of your mouth. Or if you were saying something like, you know, super wrong, he used to he used to refer to your mouth as a puss. Love that. Yeah. So this guy Shout walks out to Chris Benson. <laughs> yeah. So this guy walks up uh, with a little cheese hanging out of his puss and he says, You let me know when you need me to uh, to um, front you the money for your uh, your restaurant. Mm. You let me know. Mm. So that was nice. That's essentially the highest compliment you can receive. Yeah. It was really as nice. a as a as a flatty daddy. I mean, it's always I know exactly what you're talking about because, as you know, uh, sausage king of jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would routinely have the most disgusting people walking out of Home Depot and ordering the most heinous amount of just items wrapped in a bun and eat it in front of me like a, just a hog at the trough. And it would all be all over their shirt yep. and stuff. And they're about to go back to work, yes. which I'm like, you should be taking a nap and maybe go to the hospital. Right. I but, how they did it. Yeah. And they're just got it all over me, just like all over themselves. Just like, oh, my God, this is so good. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So with that being said, let's open up the Janner's closet Jeez. and let's get right into it. We just kept chatting right around the hallway. We never even got there. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So let's open it up. This is the unnamed assistant principal, Frank. Um, you know those those uh, those squirrels that have been getting inside. They uh, they crawled into a locker and died. Uh, on the first, second, and third floor, just sweep all of them and get it out of there. Thanks. Well, I hope they're not black squirrels. I don't know. Black squirrels were always like. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Detroit, like up in the mitt. Yeah, up in the mitt. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember, like one of the yeah the first times, like you know, visiting when I was a young, young, young lad young chap. Uh, I'll never forget. I was out out front playing wiffle ball actually with my brother, and my dad comes out and he goes, "Hey, watch out for the black squirrels." And we were like, "What?" And he was like, "They're super aggressive." And they will, like, totally fucking, like, you know, challenge you. And we're like, ah, okay, okay. Fast forward. Me and a black squirrel. It's coming right at you. Yeah. Black squirrel one, Alex zero. I'm picturing you as, like, an eight-year-old and this is happening. Yeah. And now every time you come back to the mitt, you're just, like, when one, like, even comes out of the corner of your eye. I don't even. Like, you just, you keep it moving. Don't even square up. They don't even, yeah, I don't even challenge them. So watch out for the black squirrels. Heard. So um, give it to me. Talk, talk right. to me. Give me, Junior give me the good Kimbrough. news. Junior um, Kimbrough. It was as advertised, I believe. It was great. Um, you know, he almost reminded me very on the same, uh, the same vein as B.B. King. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very uh, just his, the way he sings and stuff like that. It's kind of like that Mississippi whale that they do um but it was great i put it on literally when i got to work put it on the first song and worked all the way through the playlist yeah it was great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hit that one right away did you um did you pick up and it's okay if you didn't did you pick up on when we were talking about the country stuff in those in those first recordings yeah a little bit but it's not like it was like super overstated where i thought you know what I mean? I guess more what I'm asking is like, because it's blues music, but it's got a country thing to it. Yes. Right? Yeah. But you got to think, like a the con- Mississippi is flirting with that area, though. You know, on all sides, there's those different southern states. And mm-hmm. I mean, country's part of it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Tennessee side, for sure. Yes. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. So, uh. Junior Kimbrough, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for sure. Um, you're really not gonna get um, any thumbs downs when it's like blues or yeah. Jazz. You already know yeah. you're pandering to right. You know your constituency right now. Yes, and that's kind of just like when you're telling me that, and I don't know or have much knowledge on it. 
I'm just going to go and eat as much as I can from it. <laughs> right. You're going back so, for a second bowl of cereal. Yes. So, which actually brings me to um, something that you have inspired me to start. And I have a new Spotify playlist I am starting where it's going to be more of the... I should know these artists and I don't know enough about them. So I want to dig back into their catalog. So I have more knowledge on Love this. the artist. Love this. And I'm picking, you know, every week or so, maybe one or two people I want to dig into. Mm-hmm. So I started the playlist. It's on Jayla. You've the already Kid. started it? I've already started it. Beautiful. With my first, I'm going to give you in a second who my first guest on the playlist is. But it is called Exploratory Truths in Music. I mean, that's the playlist name. Love that. Uh, Jaylet the Kid on Spotify. Come follow. Exploratory truths in music. Uh, Jaylet the Kid. Go look it up on Spotify, guys. Um, And my first uh, guest this week was Jeff Beck. Hey, that's where I'm starting. And his first album is called Truths. Yep. So I started there, and I've been working my way from. It's. I'm always gonna start at the front. And work my way up as well. Because I want to hear early. Okay, or front early, is early. Okay. Fr- first album, and I want to work my way up through their, their Well, stuff. you got to also, if you're going to start from the front, you got to start with the um, Yardbird stuff. Yes. Well, I know he was and in that And that one's well. always tricky because the Yardbirds had yeah, three of Jimmy pretty Page. much the most amazing guitarists of all time. Correct. Which were the three? Him. Um... Like I said, Jimmy Page and... Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Eric Clapton. There it is. Don't I... worry about him. Don't it took worry me a about him. Thank you. Eric Clapton is also on my hit list for this, but there's going to be a lot of names that you would probably expect, but like you all know a couple people in your head where you're like, yeah, I claim like I listen to them and like I love them, but I've never... I don't really yeah. know them. And you want to go back, so I'm just going to start doing that. I'm going to add whatever choice cuts I like to the playlist, and you can just meander through that whenever you like. Like that. I like that. So um, I also want to do, now that we're talking about playlists, mm-hmm. just a quick plug. What do you got? Because we do, we are, it's Halloween week. Yes, it is. And Bat, Bat week, it's 2021. Bat week? Yeah, remember? That was one of my what did I learn this week facts. All right, it's Bat Started week. Started 24th. It's coronavirus week, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, the bats are back. No one's safe. I also want to do a quick little plug too, as well. Um, I last, I believe it was two years ago. I was commissioned to, uh, to make a Halloween playlist. Mm -hmm. And by commissioned, I mean, I tore my ACL Mm -hmm. and I put together, I think a pretty goddamn good, Halloween playlist mm-hmm. on Spotify. It's called Halloween Treats. Um, so if you guys want to get into the Halloween spirit this week, or if you're at a party, or you're hanging out, you know, in the car or whatever, and you want to get spooky, I put together a, a spectacular playlist for you guys. Spooktacular. A spooktacular. You missed that. That's it. Uh, playlist for you guys called Halloween Treats on Spotify. Give it a listen. It's got it all in there. There's, I, I'm just gonna let you know now. There's gonna yes, there's, the Monster Mash is on the list. That's on there. There's no, but there's no Lady Gaga like you know little monster like things like that. We're going all the classics, and you're gonna be surprised because this thing's pushing. I mean, 
I've ten hours? It. I've seen it. I've, I've played it. I played it for a while. Ten hours? It's a lot. Of like some real shit. See, that's the thing. Like, you're like, all right, most playlists, you know, for most people are going to be two, maybe three hours. Boom. Ten on like an off the cuff playlist. Boom. That's how it's done over there. That's how it's done. So just a quick plug on that. And then um, get into before this we uh, before. Yeah. Before we close, before we close out here, I just want to give one last update because uh, Brian Laundry Is he dead? I think he's been found. Has he? question mark i don't know i have you been checking it out you know i haven't this is one of those weird like true crime things you know me i love all that shit and i know you're into it too but like you would think i'd be eating this stuff up and i'm actually leaving it all alone so that like we know as it plays through then i can like read through it all and like learn about it and i want to do the same thing i don't want to like you know unfinished novel yeah i don't want to fully come out and say like oh he's been found blah blah blah, because who knows there's a lot of like crazy stuff around it they miraculously found him after like the parents like see these did you see all that did you see all that the parents like i've been getting third-hand knowledge from a co-worker who's like giving me the update every day so I don't know how good and reliable my filter is. Yes. The parents woke up one day basically and were like, well, we know about this one trail that he likes to go down to. And then guess what? Mm. That's where he was. So we'll- so that stuff needs to be muddied and needs to be played out. But the one thing I do want to talk about that I thought was great about all the, they found they have in the search for Brian Laundry. In Montana, Yellowstone, and also here in Florida, I was wrong. He's not in Mexico. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna say he probably wasn't in Mexico. Do you think he listened to the podcast and took our idea, not yours, our idea to go to Washington? Wow. Um, I'm gonna let you have our idea because guess what? This is a podcast of I'm number just, two this week. Yeah. Um I I'm not even uh, do, did he did he listen to our podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the internet fucking signals like in in mm. the Carlton Reserve. I like to think but what I just do know a lot on Wi-Fi. Yeah, but what I do know is that they have also found nine other bodies. <laughs> Wifey told me this, and I was like, <laughs> "Look that up." I don't believe they've that. found and nine. They've solved like three to four other like murder, not solved them, but like have like at least gone be able to gone back to like the families and like, "Hey, we found them." Yeah, which is uh, is it? Why is it? Why is it hilarious to me that they found nine other? Like, are they not doing their jobs well enough? I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm assuming that there's just way more people searching than had just the like the county sheriffs went and looked for him like they had like thousands of people i'm assuming like combing through just so much space that like they just happened statistically of course to find bodies i don't know but that would be my like guess yeah you know yeah so maybe they're not doing their job they should be fired yeah so they they have found nine other nine other bot nine other bodies while like you know searching for brian so that's hilarious. There's just bodies on bodies out there. Listen, guys, this is just a PSA for all of you fucking sick fucks out there that want to get away with murder. It's still possible. Mm. Okay. But yeah, just just to uh, quickly end this update. Yep, they found Brian Laundry's body. Maybe. Maybe. And next to the body, they found a piece of rope dangling. Um, 
Uh, they have found a canteen that a lot of the internet sleuths think might, uh, you know, belong to Gabby. And then the most important third piece of evidence that they found, poop. Mm. So, and as we all know, the evidence lies in the shit. Thank you. So the poop's going to really be a big factor here. And I need you guys to focus on that. (laughs) He called the shit poop. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, there's your update on Brian Laundrie. Dog, you fucking missed out. Mm. Uh, I thought he was in Mexico. I missed out. And uh, it's just what it is. Uh, The parents know everything. They're going to get away with murder because they're fucking white. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the American (laughs) way. It's the American. That was great. It's the American way, my that guy. That is true. There's there's a lot of rumblings that the you know the family, the mom and dad, Laundry's mom and dad, have already you know they have come to an agreement with the FBI to help them out. That's probably why they showed them you know the rogue fucking you know uh, what you call it that he goes on the little trail. The that trail, he, yeah. So there's there there's that. A lot of people think that they have have an agreement with the FBI for immunity. That if we give you this, we don't get fucked with. So I just don't want anyone's. You know, I don't I don't want anyone to be let down. Okay, when things don't go to let's trial. Just, let's see how this novel uh, ends. Yeah, what's the name of that novel? Um, hmm. what do you got? In the park. In the park. You know. In the park. So, uh, Jordan, what did you learn this week? What did I learn this week? I learned this week that uh, something very topical to the show. We have the. I don't want to. I don't want to mislead you by saying this, but I have the most expensive band shirt sold at auction this week. Wow! Alex, what band's shirt? Was the most expensive shirt ever sold? Is it a a big band or is it like kind of like a semi obscure? I'm gonna call this a big band. A, a big band. A big band. Can I? Can I? So that. All right. Can I? Can I get three hints? And did that um, one just count as one? That yeah, that definitely counted. Fuck. A big band. Um. Uh. Let me see here. Is it UK? Cultural rock and roll. Are they from the UK? No. I get one more hint. I mean, you just mm. snuck a fucking hint in there. As long, I mean, you didn't answer, so I feel like if I just keep. I said yes. It, yeah, I know. Um, you were you were. Uh, the last one is West Coast. Okay. I won't even ask for a third hint. I gave you four hints. Four? I don't heard two. Four. What um, the Eagles. Not a bad guess. Not no. A, not a bad guess. Any other guesses? Um, West Coast. Um, gonna obviously think CCR. Gonna th- no. um, gonna think about uh, a past think about peacock. who. Think about who would pay the most for a an original print of this shirt. Which, like, what band would go that length? What band would go that length to... Um... We're like a fan of that band. Hmm. All right. You're... Pearl Jam? <laughs> no. I feel no. Like the, I feel like the was... answer is The Grateful Dead. Oh, my God. You're right. Uh, $17,640. Uh, it's... Um, 
like the original print, um, like from the vault, uh, property from the Grateful Dead and Friends from 1967. They thought it would sell between 350 to 700 dollars, 17,000. And they put it on auction and went for 17,000 dollars. Nice. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So that is what I learned this week, and here's a picture of it. Yeah. Not even, not even a crazy shirt. What do you think? Yeah, not even a crazy shirt. Not no, not at all. But this this is good. This goes to show you guys save those band shirts. Oh yeah. You Especially know? if you bought them at the show. And if it's a big band or if you think it's a big band, buy two. Mm. You know? Cuz I should gain I'm, a little weight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying or a baby one shirt. for auction, one for you cuz I'm I'm willing to buy bet. a third for a baby. <laughs> right. Cuz I'm willing to bet that that shirt that went for auction probably has never been worn. Yeah, that's got to be like some like nerd up in fucking uh, San Fran was like, I'm gonna mint like mint this shirt. I would love. I want to know. 80. I would. I love to see the mugshot on the guy that was selling it. He had fucking chops, chops, John Lennon Gray glasses, chops. just tie dye every single day. They asked him about like you know the you know selling Listen of the shirt, and, he, and all he could talk Nash. about was just peyote. Yeah, you know, a lot of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and just only doobies. Yeah. All right, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. So, Alex, what did you learn this week? I learned that um, we now, we, justice has been, has been served. Oh, really? Yes. A rarity. Um, Mac Miller, Mm -hmm. uh, who is uh, deceased. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. And I also want to just, again, it's going to be a podcast of tangents. Uh, released a haven't uh, listened to it a yet. new album. Mm-hmm. Fucking nasty. Mm. It's fucking nasty. Damn it! Now I have to go. Mac Miller to uh, released a new album uh, this week. It's really really good. But we f- I found out that they got the dealer. Oh, they found him. Because remember when I was going yeah. down, they kind of knew who it was. Yeah, and they got the dealer, and he's been going through trial. And uh, today, the gavel came down. Mm. And he pled guilty to definitely putting mad fentanyl in Max uh, baggies. Mm, guilty, guilty. How so, long? What do you get? Oh, sentencing's uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, or the sentencing's yeah. in a couple weeks. But the dealer has uh, pled guilty in L.A. courtroom mm. uh, to uh, sprinkling a little too much, doing a little too much salt bay, mm. and uh, with the fentanyl stuff. And um, I was happy about that. Yeah. Because I love Mac That's Miller. Some, yeah, fuck that. Uh, wifey and I listened to a lot of Mac Miller. We went and saw him on campus at UNF. Damn. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen him. Yeah. It was great. Damn, that was probably back when he was with uh, Ariana. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was young. This was early. Does Ariana move your monkey? Um, doesn't Ariana, move mine. Doesn't no. move mine. She does actually. Unpopular I was talking opinion. Doesn't move mine. I was talking about this with wifey and I think like her mom, but like she's playing into the look of I'm too small of a child to like be attractive. Yes. And I don't, I don't like that. Yes. You're 25. You look like you're 14. Yes. And it's creepy to me. Yes. Stop looking like that. Cause she's, she's on that Disney thing. Stop looking like that though. You know, she was, you know, on the Disney. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Child star turned like you're doing what you're doing in the video, which isn't even super crazy, but I'm just like, 
no. But even Molly, you know, she was on the Disney train and she's no. and she's giving, rock and roll. And she's given that up now. Now she like she no, she's do, rock and roll though. She's rock and roll now. She's been rock and roll for a while. She's I been rocking out. Now Miley moves my monkey. Miley definitely moves my monkey and sing to me. Yes. She's got pipes. Yes. Yes. She's, Agreed. Yes. That we are a Miley podcast. We, we can agree. We are a Miley podcast. And that was that's something that we've never discussed. That's no. that just happened organically right there. Correct. Um, so happy to hear that. Mm. Um, so let's keep it moving here. Um, I want to get into the post that I put on our Instagram uh, with the teacher uh, doing the Indian stuff. <laughs> did you see? I did. Did you see? I would. Uh, yes, I did. Um, how did you watch it? Did you read it? Did you do? Uh, I didn't you, read it. I need to see a little bit more on that. So you, but you saw what I posted. Mm-hmm. She is out of pocket. Yes. She there's it's a teacher from who gives a fuck wherever it's from. Yeah. Um, and she is teaching the students about Native American Indian culture or whatever the curriculum is, because nowadays you don't even know what the curriculum is with your kids because uh, teachers well, instill their personal values and they your do whatever education. they want. And then if you and also if you live in Texas as a teacher, you have to teach both sides. Mm. Did you see that one too? No. You know this is, again a podcast of just many tangents. Did you see last week how? The uh, superintendent um, in, in 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 a Texas county said, "Listen, if you're going to teach one side of one thing, you have to at least show your kids the other side." And then one of the what te- was the example? Or one of is- the teachers, uh, you know, raised their hand and said, "Well, how do we teach the other side of the Holocaust?" <laughs> exactly. And the and the the superintendent, like you know, head bitch said, "Yeah, that's that's something that's come up." But you're just gonna have to show both sides because a mandate has come down, you know, through the Texas system where if you're gonna show one side, you have to show the other side. It all comes from the Civil War. Let's mm. be real. Yeah. That's what it all comes from. If yeah. you're gonna teach about the North winning, you gotta teach about Robert E. Lee. It's crazy too because there's all these stats of like these other countries that last so much longer. Like the Confederacy was like four years. And they've just, like, perpetuated this whole thing for, like, until now, that exactly. Had the South won, everything would be different, and we'd be probably doing the same shit as we were. That's before. always a funny argument to me when there's, like, well, the South won, it would be different. No, the North would have just kept, you know, Kicking being righteous. Ass. And, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what would have happened. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so she's... She's teaching Native American, uh, you know, whatever the curriculum is, and she's got her uh, little shitty, you know, tail feather feather thing on her thing, and she's walking around, you know, the classroom making fun of Native American Indians and, like, their rituals and how they, you know, the sun god and all these things, and she's just going over the top making fun of them. All of the kids in the classroom, if you you know, if you see the video, they're all just like this chick's a fucking quack. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, uh, and she is, she has been suspended or what and whatnot, which to me is starting to get a little fucking, uh, little fucking, you know, I'm I'm starting to get annoyed by that stuff. Like, oh, now after the fact, we're getting rid of these motherfuckers. Yeah, 
Like, but I mean, no. you also like, like that kid probably pulled their fucking phone out because she was doing that shit, and she was like, "This is fucking wrong." Yeah. So I, like, as much as I'm like, we shouldn't be weeding out the racist now just because you know they're being filmed. It's like, yeah, get them out of here. I, I, like, I, if I, they're I, gonna expose themselves like that, you're out. Well, I want to do because and because I think that this is where you know we're gonna get to this point with videos online. I want to do a little PSA to the kids in the classroom. Mm. When those things are happening, and you know that they're uh, out of line and they're funny or whatever, I need one of you guys to raise your hand. Don't just walk out. Raise your hand and say, I need to go to the bathroom. And then when she grants it to you, I need you to walk down to, you know, Principal Osman's, you know, yeah. you know office and say... Palisade. Yeah. And come take a walk with me. And I... Because and I, I need... The teach like the principal or someone else to walk in the door when she's making those you know those crazy things. drop kicker yeah and like the funniest thing about the video too was she stubs her toe at the end and <laughs> there's nothing worse than a stubbing of the toe Ugh, nothing she's walking around doing like you know Native American Indian dances like making fun of them and she stubs her toe and it's just it's just funny yeah it's funny a stub well a stub toe to yourself is a devastating thing that you'll never rebuild from. But when you see someone stub their toe, it's very funny. Yes, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. So she's an absolute quack. Um, these type of things are always going to get just highlighted on this podcast because they're not right. Mm-mm. Especially as someone, and and I know you'll agree too, but like, I, I, I live a lot of my shit by the, the Native American Indian culture. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't know why we're making fun of them. They lost. You're kicking a person while they're down, and um, it's it's just not it's 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 not even funny to the people the the kids in the video. You'll see the kids are just like yo this. I, it's just it's I guess it what I, it's wild to me to watch these videos, Jordan, and then I all obviously immediately think of how we grew up in yeah. our classrooms. I mean, it's totally different, and they just never that that stuff never happened. No, you well. Know? I don't know if it did because I feel like maybe we also weren't as like hypersensitive as we are now. I don't know. But you didn't have a, a lot of shit back in the nineties. No. No, but a lot of shit in the nineties slid that would not today. But that's totally different than that's a whole different slide. That's we didn't have teachers that did that. No. They just said, not. Hey, the test on fucking Monday, it's gonna be multiple choice. Name two out of the three, you know. You know, Native American Indian tribes, like, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the country, which, by the way, that was actually on the citizenship test. Really? Yeah. There what? were how many eight or nine. Name? There were eight or nine. I believe it was, I think it was nine uh, Native American Indian tribes, and you had to name at least two out of the three. How many? Two? The Iroquois, the Cherokee, the Choctaw. Uh, the Sioux, the Seminole, the, what are the fucking ones from down here? God damn it. Um, the Miccosukee. That wasn't a major one. Yeah, but they're, they were one, they're fucking that, in there, but that they were, Oh, they were, were derivative of, of, of a Seminole. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, and the, Comanche uh, and the Cleveland. Cherokee. And the Cleveland, the, the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Cleveland Indians. It's just oh, watches dance with uh, dances with wolves the other night with uh, with wifey. Really? Yeah, she didn't make it through. How did you like it? I love it. I've seen it a multiple times. You like that one? You don't. That's you... what that's what made me think earlier when we were talking like, and I said, that I, "Give me the three hour epic." That's what you know. That's what I need. Um, uh, <laughs> dances with wolves is, I guess, a classic movie. I don't know that there. That was in that like time frame of like. There is were he a lot appropriating of... like? Uh, well, no, because he like got in with them. So he's yeah, not really no, nah, he's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's good. But um, can't lose Kevin. No, can't lose Kevin. Waterworld's the shit. <laughs> a lot of holes in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's let's get into the uh, just the absolute travesty, if you want to call it, of uh, Alec Baldwin shooting oh another God. person. What the fuck? What's happening on these? Uh, what's How do you pull a Bruce Lee in 2021? What ha- yeah, like what what's happening on the scene? I where... just don't get like why if you have all this money, why can't you just make a gun that's a fake gun that looks and shoots like a real gun, just blanks, and there's no opportunity to even put a real bullet into it. So I looked into this and they won one they were shooting that gun in the morning. Yes. They want to use real guns because obviously one, they looks real, and two, they want if you make a like a fake gun, and I I challenge you on what a fake gun is because if I three D print a gun, and no, then I like can a lock gun that lo- doesn't shoot bullets and just makes the sound. Yeah, they wanted to make that that because I look they wanted to make it look real. That's what Hollywood's doing. No, That's I why they're that. using real guns. And why is live ammo even on set? It's not live ammo. So apparently, like what you said, you know, they're shooting it off for real, which that's my biggest question. It's like, why are we why are we locking and loading this thing with real, you know, ammunition? And then when, you know, action starts, we put the blanks in because what happens is these guns are loaded with gunpowder, but they have, you know, they don't have like the little bullet in them. But there's all these little shrapnels and things that get caught in the gun, especially if you've already shot it with real ammunition, that that's what killed, you know, the woman. There was like a, it was a, it was like a little piece or particle that they think everything's alleged, just like the Brian Laundry. This is all allegedly. Maybe. Yeah, that it came from, you know, the, the, the guns before that actually had real bits and pieces in it. And that's what hit her and killed her. I don't, what do we think? What do we think? What do you mean? Dude, maybe Alec Baldwin had like a a thing against her or something. Um, no, I don't think Alec Baldwin had a thing against her, and I don't want to like you know. He's definitely crushed, right? Yeah, he just killed someone. But I think he's crushed because I think he kind of knew some shit. I think he kind of knew because did you see all the stuff that came out where they were saying people were walking off set because of safety? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was already like. Things like that going on. I think he kind of knew that and was like, damn it. I got caught up in this. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if this is like a career ender, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like, there's going to be some questions for a while. I don't think, I don't think, I mean, I don't, there's no blame for, for me for Alec. I mean, mm. he's just grabbing the gun and shooting. Yeah. Why is she, and this was, and this is going to be, this is going to be controversial and fucked up to say maybe, but... 
you know, in the scene when he grabs the gun and he's shooting it, why is she standing right behind in, in like, in, you know, in the, uh, uh, I don't know. You know, in the in the target area. I mean, good question. But I would think in a certain scene, and why there's is people anybody? shooting all around, and then it's like you can't be anywhere. Okay, there you go. Maybe you that's know what it. I mean. Maybe like in a shootout it. scene with thirty people, like there's blanks going in every conceivable direction, right? Yeah, and that is going. So you can't be like worried. And that is going to be. No one thinks they're going to be Bruce Lee. Okay, it's not. It's his son. Whatever. This is Brandon Lee. I thought I thought it happened to both of them. No, Brandon Lee. What happened to Bruce then? Bruce um Bruce broke his back. Mm. Bruce, Bruce Bruce broke his entire fucking back in a scene uh where and it's a little bit of it's, it's funny we're getting into this because Safety conditions. it's a little bit of karma. Because mm. Bruce Lee was known to during his fighting scenes to uh, fucking hit you. Yeah. You know? Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's known in his fighting scenes to like, oh, when you throw a punch or you throw a kick in fighting scenes, you, you you miss him by like two feet, but the person like, you know, does the acting, the stunt devil. But Bruce would try to fucking kick you in the fucking face. So he just kicked the wrong motherfucker? Or so, what? but yeah, so he was in a fighting scene and he got, uh, someone kicked him and they were supposed to like not kick him in the back, but they followed through with it and it broke his back. Maybe a little karma in there. Mm. But yeah, he fucked his back up and he was out for a while there. He eventually came back and was in it and uh, and all that. But Brandon Lee died of... His son died on the set of The the of the Crow, which is a really good movie. Mm. Really good movie. Okay. The Crow. Um, and yeah, he was the first... Then there, I guess there was a second person after that that got shot too accidentally. Now this is the third instance. Mm. So I pose to you, I think there's a little money making, uh, you know, opportunity here for us. Yeah. Yeah, because things are going to change on the set now with live ammunition. Okay. So I need you to start molding that like over of blanks. like, you know, blanks or like some type of bulletproof thing or like think okay. about that. Okay. Okay. I'll get on my ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that because there might be some like some money to be made there with that. Ten four. Yeah. Um, we got a loaded baked potato for you today, guys. Um, I want to also, um, I I wanted to ask you because I saw it and I just wrote it down and now that we're here, we're talking about it. I need to know if this is real. Did you see is Mike Tyson versus Logan Paul? No, I have not. I think is that going to happen? I I don't I I I think it might be like I think they That would be a so dumb. I think it might I think that's the next one he came out Logan Paul said like that's the next fight. Well, not Jake you... Logan. Cuz Jake's already fucking backed out of uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, which I don't. Which one is the better one? Uh, Logan's the one that fought Mayweather. And this is Jake. This is no. This is Logan. Logan. Versus... Yeah. So who do you think's gonna win? Who do I think's gonna win? Yeah. Um. You have like fifty-five-year-old Mike Tyson. Right? Well, I, I've been reading a lot about these Jake and Logan's guys, and the more and more I read about them, the more and more I just want to be them. I don't at all. But I hate them. I hate they've the got all of, of these. It's it, they've got they've got a you know just a cloth. 
I guess was what you would call it over all of our faces with these fights. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like everything written into the contracts is to where they won't either lose. Like I just read with the Tyson, uh, the Tyson Woodley fight. Yeah, with Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley, yeah, or Tyrone. Thank you. It was written in there that Tyrone was not allowed to knock him out. The only way he was allowed to win was by decision. So like that just came out. And then I think I'm thinking with all of these like fights that they're doing contractually, they're setting it up to where they're just like, yo, we're both gonna make money and like I'm not gonna look bad. It's an exhibition. Yeah. Basically pointless. There have to be stakes attached to this. Your reputation, a belt, whatever. That's what fighting is about. You gotta like, you know, one man versus another, and there's gotta be like pride involved. And there's none of that to me anymore. Yeah, so I don't Stupid. know though. Like I, I saw it and it looked legit, but I haven't seen anything. I don't know. Since when Ty- then. Tyson wouldn't agree to that shit. Why not? Not to be like, hey, he can't lose. You can't knock him out. I don't think he would agree to that. That's what I'm saying. But the like he might agree to the fight, but if Mike Tyson doesn't need, I don't know. Maybe he needs the money, but he does not need to look bad. Even I think at this point in his life, I don't think he would do that. Do you think Tyson would lose? I think... Uh, no, what I'm saying is I don't think he would hamstring a fight beforehand with, like, you know, uh, certain things that have to be in the contract. He's so going to be like, we're going to fight. If you knock me out, you knock me out. But I'm not going to not knock you the fuck out if I get the chance. So we're putting money on Logan Paul. Uh, I don't know. I got to see odds. You want to do, like, a straight-up thing, and I'll just take Well, Tyson? let's see if it happens. Because like I said, the Jake Paul, he that one was legit. He said him, him and Tyson Fury, because they've been talking shit back and forth. Isn't he like, Tyson Fury's huge though, right? Tyson's the younger son of, uh, of uh, what's his name? Tyson Fury's like the... Or I'm sorry, what's the... Uh, his, uh, you're his talking brother. about the... Oh, I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's the younger guy. Yeah. And they've been going back and forth, and they announced it, like it's happening. But then now, like over the weekend... It's now, like, not going to happen because, apparently, of the contractual shit, like, Tyson's... You can't fucking or what, what, what the What? Nick Fury? What the hell's his name? Nick Fury is Nick Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know who you're talking about, though. But, yeah. So, we'll see if it happens, but the uh, now the, uh, the the Fury and Paul fight's not going to happen because of the, all the contractual bullshit that Paul puts in it because he doesn't want to lose. And it's all very entertaining to me. I hate them. I will um, lock into the the Tyson uh, versus Logan Paul thing now. Would you hypothetically be taking Logan in this situation? Yeah. Okay, then I will hypothetically take uh, Mike Tyson. I'll probably lose, but I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay going down with Mike Tyson in my corner at 58 or whatever he is. Yeah. It's, I'm fine with he's that. He's old, man. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. He's old. But uh, we got a couple things on here. Um, we, we have a slight maybe cancellation. Do you want to leave that for after? Yeah, let's get into this peacock. Let's, let's get into the peacock. Let's do it.
All right, so <laughs> let's get into the peacock here. Um, what do we got? I um, I'm super excited for this one. I wanted to, I wanted to get some more uh, females on the books. Of course, you know we like to spread it around. I think you've been doing a very good job recently of checking, but not that the boxes haven't already been checked, but making sure that we're spreading the love around. Yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, I wanted to get some more females on here. So we're going, we're going female here with the peacock as always. I'm gonna do a real quick one, guys. Plug it, baby. Go to uh, Spotify. Look up Peacocks and Music. All the music is on there for all the Peacocks that we talk about. You can find all the music there. Like, subscribe, review everything. Also, don't forget to go to Jordan's Exploratory. Truths and Music. Truths and Music. Go check out that playlist as well because that's going to be a fun one. And that's going to keep like you know, uh, you, you know, know, growing. I can't wait to check that one out too. It's, Get in there. Uh, it seems like it's going to be... It seems like it's going to be a father-son situation where I look down Correct. and I'm super proud. Yes. That's yeah. ex- that's kind of what it's going for. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the uh, Peacocks and Music, his his junior. Yes. If you will. I'm in Little League right now, mm-hmm. and I'm progressing, and you like the arm that I have. I'm your but now, coach. But now I'm yeah. just starting to swing the sticks a little. And then also the Halloween playlist that I've created, uh, Halloween treats, guys, go check that one out too. Spectacular. You know, um, you know, if you want to get your Halloween on, if you want to impress your friends, blah blah. It's a really really cool. Uh, They'll think you're cooler for sure. Yeah, um, it will be played at uh, the big Halloween party this week. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes. All right. So this pe- uh, this week's Peacock in music is Mary Wells. Mary Wells. Mary Wells. Um, you may not know the name off the rip, but uh, you know her music and stuff. Okay. Uh, born May 13th, 1943. Died July 26th, 1992. Mm. Singer, songwriter, um, Motown legend. Mm. Motown legend. She. Uh, it's my dad's favorite... Motown, ooh, uh, artist. He the Chris Benson stamp of approval is my, a is a seal my dad that had means a huge something. Crush on her, he loved her. She was like the pinnacle. She was, mm. you know, early on, you know, over there. So Mary Wells needs to get her due. So let's get into it. Mary Esther Wells, born in Detroit, Michigan. There it is. There it is. A fellow Mitski. Yep. Um, she had a pretty rough childhood, you know, growing up. Um, she contracted uh, um, uh, spinal meningitis, uh, you know, early on when she was younger. Her dad left. Um, she even had a little bout with uh, tuberculosis, you know, went deaf, you know, you know, in one ear, um, ha- like almost had like literal like total like paralysis and Damn. stuff. Yeah. So she like had a fucking childhood and a half. Um, used to, had to help her mom, you know, work and stuff early on. And there's just crazy stories that she says about having to help her mom cleaning houses and apartments and stuff in downtown Detroit that had not only no AC or anything like that, but we're still, you know, operating off of like, you know, linoleum, uh, it's like no running water or power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... And I kept this one in here just for you Mitskis out there. After graduating from Northwestern High School. Shout out to the... I don't know what they are. 
They're the uh, the yeah. Raging Panthers. Yeah, make up, make up a th- the Panther. You think they're the Panthers? The Golden Bears. Okay. The Golden Bears. The Northwestern, uh, Northwestern Golden, Golden Bears. Golden she's, Bears. A, she's, a, she's a Golden Bear. Um, uh, graduate after graduating from uh, Northern Northwestern High School when she was seventeen, she uh, wrote a song, and um, she actually intended it. To be performed or recorded by Jackie Wilson, who was really big at the time, and she knew that Jackie Wilson and Barry Gold, Barry Gordy, uh, were were good friends. And Barry Gordy used to hang out at this place called the uh, the Twenty Grand Club. So she went and saw Barry Gordy one night at the Twenty uh, Twenty Grand Club and brought the song to him. The Colts. The Colts. Thank you for that. I had to look it up. Thank you. Northwestern Colts. Mm. Let us know if they're still around. How's their football team? Yeah. Start Mitz- there. Yeah, Mitskis. Let us know how they how they are. 305 741 3671. Thank you. How are the Northwestern Colts doing? Mm-hmm. Um back to your regularly televised podcast. So she went to go- uh Barry Gordy at the 20 Grand Club with her song. And told him, like, hey, I know I wrote this song. I wrote it for Jackie. I know you and Jackie are tight. Um, pass this along situation? Yeah, pass this along situation. And apparently Barry was, like, the end of the night. And Barry was like, I'm fucking tired. And uh, just sing it right now in front of me. Love and, that move. Like, Classic well, in a movie. Here's your two seconds of fame. Here's your shot. Yeah. This, yeah. that, And that's how music is, man. Because, you know, that stuff doesn't go away. That still happens now. Like, sing it now, and let's see what you got. Well, yeah, I don't want to know how you can do it on an engineered and mixed song. Give me it right now. I'll know when I hear it. Yay or nay. And and, and it's really cool, too, that she, like, she's a smart fucking, she's a smart chick. I almost called her a broad, but, you know, a lot of people get, you know, f- offended by, like, you know, that name now. But she's a smart woman because... She's going into it. I wrote this for Jackie. And she knows that Jackie and Barry are tight. So so Barry's like, just fucking sing it now. Let's get it over with. You know where this is going. Mm. She sings it for Barry Gordy. Not only does he love it, signs her on the spot, says we're not giving that to Jackie. We're going to do that. You're going to fucking sing this. And uh, it ends up being her first single off of, at the time, um, it was called, uh, uh, um, uh, Tam, uh, Tam, Tamla Records, excuse me, Tamla, because Barry Gordy started Tamla Records before he started Motown. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was, it was a little small record label that he started and then it turned into Motown. So, it, so he, she gets signed to Tamla Records. Um, that's her first single. It does actually really well. Peaks at number eight on the wow. R&B charts. Like, it does, like, really well for her. Um, so, she, uh, so then at this point, she kind of, she's, like, kind of, like, you know, she's on Tamla, but, like, now Barry's moving over to Motown. So, brings her over to Motown, and because it's, like, in the middle of this transition of record labels, the actual single um, uh, doesn't come out. Uh, on Tamla comes out. It's one of the first that comes out on Motown. Okay, just like, based I, on the timing. Yeah, I think I okay. it was like September '69. Based on the timing, it actually does come out, and that's what peaks at at number eight. Um, 
So, man, she gets into Motown. And if you don't know about Motown, I mean, I'm sure you guys do know about Motown stuff. But, you know, Motown was a family. Mm-hmm. And they all worked together. They all played together. It was one house. You, you know, you had edit- etiquette school on one end. You had the studio on another end. And there was just people always coming in and out of this place. But really, she um, she's she's really good at songwriting. And Smokey Robinson, yeah. who is like pretty much the foundation of Motown. Smokey, not only Smokey, but Smokey and the Miracles were like the first motherfuckers to like really do it over at Motown. Mm-hmm. Especially like Marvin Gaye, but like Smokey was like the one. But her, but Smokey liked her. Smokey, Smokey saw something in her. So Barry said, you guys are, you guys are together. You guys are going to start writing together. Mm-hmm. And um, so her and Smokey link up. They start writing together and they just churn out hits. They I mean, turn how out could hits. you not? They churn out uh, uh, You Beat Me to the Punch, which goes to number one. Uh, um, in the same year, they, they turn out uh, uh, the one who really loves you. Boom, that goes number two on the R&B charts, and then they do uh, two lovers. Boom, that goes to number seven on the charts. So her and Smoker are two peas in a pod. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I gotta wet the whistle. Yeah. And uh, at this point, she is named the first lady of Motown. The highest of honors. Yeah. Now, there were a couple. There were two other, you know, chicks that were also signed to Motown before her, but they were loosely involved. One was like, you know, a singer in the Miracles, and they they were just loosely involved with other acts in Motown that were groups, because this is kind of a, a little bit of a point of contention with a lot of music nerds where they're like, well, she wasn't the first, but... From Barry Gordy's mouth himself, she was the first that was on her own. And just was cranking out hits consistently. Yes. So you don't, you, don't, you don't have to be the first to be named the first lady of. Right. If you are crowned that, like when Aretha is crowned like the queen of soul, it doesn't matter what your past, present, future holds. You've just been crowned that. That's you. Yeah. You're it. So she's crowned the first lady of Motown and... um. You know, turns out those three with uh, with Smokey, and then Smokey uh, being Smokey, uh, Chinooka. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't forget. Uh, it's uh, right around the corner. <laughs> Can't wait for him. Yeah. Can't wait for him to come Let's back. Let's get that he cameo. Should, he should come back and do that again. I'm, I'll look on cameo. Maybe we can get one. If he's, if, if, look on cameo, uh, cameo, and if he's still there, I'll pay top dollar to have him. How much um, do you think he'll be if he's on there? Probably. 250? That's all I got. That's my budge. That's my budge. That's your that. budge? That's my budge. But yeah, I would pay top dollar for him to wish you a happy Chinooka. And I would pay, I'll pay over 250 for him to say Chinooka because you know he doesn't want to say it. But um, while you looked that up, how much, how much did you say? I said 250. Well, looks like you and Scott are going to have to max that out because for personal Five. use, Five hundred dollars. Okay, this is good. This is good. This is totally doable. So, um, after those string of hits, um, in 1964, she records um, uh, with the permission 
from Smokey Robinson because he originally wrote it, which a lot of people don't know. She records the signature single to her whole entire career, My Guy. Mm. Which you know that one. Yes. That's, yeah. So that's the one you guys will know, My Guy. It was actually written by Smokey for uh, Smoking the Miracles, but uh, Smokey said, uh, you can have this one. Get mm. a little shine on you. I like that. And You got to break your people off, you know? Yeah. And it not only hits number one, it's just an absolute success like through and through in 1964 it blows the charts off i look it up it's number one in uk australia germany everything and it sits there for like a good minute mm. like it she really kills it on that one um but uh this is where uh this is where the fucking industry gets in it <sighs> they're always I mean? they're gonna get theirs they it's just when and how and what you get after that. The more and more we do these peacocks, my guy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even mean to do that. Yes, you did, no my guy. Intended. Um, the more and more we do these, the more and more I want to just set up a just billion dollar label for these artists, so they can, so we can go. It's yours. It's yours. You can do. Whatever you want. You just got to give us, yeah, like, there's got to be a limit. You got to give us something. But, yeah. it's It, it breaks my heart whenever I'm doing these peacocks and in in these industries. It's a business. It's a business. Yeah, and I totally get it, but it's just, it's not, it's not right. But I, I digress. So, Motown and, and, and her, they get into it. She's, um... My guy hits hit hit it just is blowing up, and Mary Wells is starting. She pretty much she she hears through the grapevine again. No pun intended with Marvin Gaye and mm. in, in Motown. My guy, he's my guy. Uh she starts finding out that the money that is being made off of my guy, the my guy release, yep, is being used to funnel to the Supremes for their newest single, um, which is in direct competition With to her stuff. Her stuff. So she's like, okay, one, my royalty percentage is all off in this contract. Mm-hmm. Two, you're taking the money from my shit and giving it to this other band that's on our label that's in direct competition in this summer. So like that's not cool, and she she says fuck it I'm fucking I want out. She goes to Barry Gordy goes I want out, and as and as if anyone knows Barry Gordy and Motown, no one wins. You're not getting that. out. Barry not always out. won with that shit. Mm-hmm. So she says I don't give a shit. Like fucking we have to like redo this stuff. So they get into a huge legal battle. And while they're in the legal battle, of course, Barry tells her, you ain't fucking recording shit while we're doing this. So mm-hmm. she's like now sidelined, you know, mm-hmm. doing this whole entire thing. But she w- ends up winning. Love that. She's one of the few that actually ends up winning against Barry Gordy and like the juggernaut that is Motown. And her, uh, the what she wins on is because Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy, which he didn't know when she signs the contract to Motown, when he went when he goes to when he goes to her at the twenty grand club, she was only seventeen. 
<laughs> She's underage, my guy. My guy. So uh, the judge says she's uh, she's underage. So like this whole thing's null and void. She wins. But Barry, being the smart motherfucker, says, "All right, that's fine. We'll litigate this out. She can win, but she's not allowed to get any royalties." From any of the stuff that she's done on Motown. And not only is she not allowed to get any of the royalties from any of the stuff that she's done on Motown, she's not allowed to use her name and likeness that, that we he have. He owns it. That we own it. So, like... Damn. That really fucks her. That's some shit. That's some shit. That really fucks her. But, you know, she doesn't know it at the time. She's just happy to be out. But it fucks her. Mm. So, she wins it. All of that. She uh, immediately signs a very lucrative deal with 20th Century Fox uh, for $200,000, which was huge at the time. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But, as everyone knows, when you leave Motown, when you leave, uh, when you, when you leave that, that family, that sound, that... Because Motown owned everything, man. It's insulating. Yeah. Like... It didn't work out for her at 20th Century. She came out with, you know, an album, a bunch of songs, really flopped, do, didn't do anything, but did some digging on it. And? Barry Gordy fucking did a thing again. Sandbagged her? Went around. This is all rumor. This is... Allegedly. It says, it says that it's rumored. The podcast is not going to do an allegedly thing. We're going to just go out. We're going to come out. We're going to take a stance. Okay? Let's wildly speculate. Let's wildly speculate and let's take a stance. Barry Gordy went around to all of the uh, radio stations, which he pretty much owned because Motown just owned the sound at that time. You want us to play our shit? You're not going to play hers. You're not playing her shit. Mm. You're not going to get one fucking uh, promo album from any of our, our newest stuff if you play her stuff. So none of her shit really got played when she got signed to 20th Century Fox. Sounds like he fucked her. Because if you listen to the songs, which you can hear on Peacocks and Music, they're the same. They're good. <clears throat> Real Kaepernick situation. Yeah. So she's getting she's getting a little boned on that. Um, so at this time, she marries Cecil Womack, brother of Bobby Womack. Bobby. Brother of Bobby Womack. Hey. Um, and in uh, 1974... She pretty much, like, kind of just, like, gets out of the music business and just goes to raise her family. Because, as we've done this before, just a salty fucking, you know... Cod. Yeah, like, she's just... it's She's not into this shit. Yeah. You know, she... And I think she... The real Bill Withers uh, uh, journey. Right. Well, and I think she... And I think she knows, too. She's like, yo, fucking Motown owns this shit, man. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna win this. I can yeah. go wherever I want. Wherever I want, I'm not going to win this. So she gets out and she leaves. Now, about the mid '80s, she's a uh, 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 you know a guy runs into her and she goes, "We can do this. Let's make a comeback." You know, the dust is settled. Motown's not the thing anymore. Yeah, Motown's lost its grip. You know, so she's like, "Let's do it. Let's get back into the game." So she gets back into the game. Um, I believe she signs with the Atlantic Records. She gets back in the game. Dun, dun, dun. Fucking gets throat cancer. Ugh, I was wondering, based on the timeline of her life, like, how old she was going to be and, like, what was maybe going to make that uh, come to an early end. 
And and she had two bouts with uh, tuberculosis. Yeah. So she gets fucking uh, throat cancer and it totally it puts her down. The treatment fucks her. She can't sing anymore. Yeah. She has to quit music. Not only does she have to quit music and her fucking sh- her throat's fucked. Um, she's got no health insurance. Of course. So she's got... That's rock and roll, baby. Yeah, man. She's got no money. She's got to sell the fucking farm to pay for all of her treatment and stuff. I thought it was going to be a heartwarming ride off into the sunset. And now you did make this... I remember you saying a tragedy at the beginning. Damn it. Yeah, man. This one was hard for me to do because I'm with you. I wanted it. It was almost so satisfying. Yeah. So she gets the... Yeah, she sells her home. She sells everything. To pay for the treatment. Not only does she sell everything to pay for the treatment, she's then broke. And then all of these like Motown artists like start throwing her money to help her out with the treatment, which is great. It totally does help out and stuff. But like it's she she's got it bad. Yeah. She's, she's got she's, it bad. She's down bad. She's yeah. So um she's just trying to survive at this point. She does beat that and she does beat the cancer. And uh, at this point, she's out. She's she's good. She's just trying to like just live her life now, and um, she gets into a little bit of a hiccup. Um, and this one I'm gonna say is by her own doing. Mm. She, uh, you know, she Bobby Womack is the you know the head brother. She's married to Cecil Womack. She gets caught up with Curtis Womack. <sighs> Can't do that. Gets caught up with Curtis Womack. Can't do that. You know? And Bobby was writing her songs, and it's just a whole, it's a it's a messy thing. Cecil's pissed. Um, and the and, and the Curtis Womack stuff, it's hot and heavy. Mm. It's hot and heavy. So she gets she gets caught up with Curtis Womack. It's not good. Uh it blows up the whole entire marriage and everything. She has a kid with Curtis Womack. Ooh. And uh the whole thing just sends her down to a spiral. Uh, in comes heroin. Mm. Yeah, so heroin, she gets deep down, she's depressed, she's doing the cocaine stuff, she's doing heroin stuff, and it's just really bad. She does end up, um, you know, you know, cutting the fucking heroin out of her shit when she does, uh, when she's pregnant by Curtis's, uh, baby, which is, uh, their, their baby is called Sugar, with an A. Mm. Sugar. And she does end up quitting it. She does have the baby. It's all good. But in '92, the cancer rears its ugly head again, and that's that. That it does her in. Damn it. it! Yeah, the cancer rears her ugly head again. It does her in. It's um. It's not even close. She's got no. She's got no chance, and she dies on July 26, 1992, um, buried in the uh, the famed for, uh, forest lawn where all these most of these peacocks that I talk about, especially out in LA, mm-hmm. they're all they're all buried in forest lawn. And I want to take a trip out. She got a good send off then. Yeah, that's good. And she's um, she was she's she's in the crypt with all the other Womacks, and she is uh, still just jumping from coffin to coffin. Yeah, she's three hundred feet away from Marvin Gaye's, uh, you know, uh, what call it, headstone over there. And, and uh, Smokey Robinson delivers her eulogy, eulogy which was nice. Um, she, be, you know, everyone becomes an advocate for cancer and stuff after that. 
But yeah, she uh, she had a dark end there, mm. um, and it's uh, terrible. It's one of those that I I I just wish I would have known what could have been because she really was not only you know the first lady of Motown, she was fucking good, man. She was right there with Diana. She was, you know, she she everyone used to think that she was fucking around with Marvin Gaye, but she wasn't. Mm. And you know, Tammy Terrell and stuff yeah, used to yeah. get pissed about it. But I, I just think about what she could have been. That's rock and roll, though, baby. Yeah. There's for every person that's, you know, for every Keith Richards out there, there's 28,000 that never made it, you know, that far and were that successful, you know, yeah. what could have been. Yeah. You know, so. So that's your Peacock and Music, Mary Wells. We're talking 60s Motown, doo wop stuff. She was an absolute fucking beast. She wrote her own shit. And just this the stamp of approval from Smokey tells you everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a kingmaker. Yeah, because even Smokey, when he wrote My Guy and he and that came out with him and the Miracles, um that was a big song. So for him to give that to her. Oh, so they came out with it first and then she covered it? Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. It came out with the miracles before Smokey dipped out. Mm-hmm. Smokey was the first. Smokey was the first, you know, artist to pretty much tell everyone, "I'm better than you, and I'm leaving." You know, <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. the first one. He was the first before Jay Justin Timberlake did it. You know, <sighs> thank God. Before fucking uh, Bobby Brown did it. I mean, you know, and stuff. I liked him. He was the first to say, "Guys, guess what." You're better than this. Leave. Or actually, don't leave. We're just going to pop our name. We're not going to be the Miracles anymore. We're going to be called Smokey Robinson the Miracles. Because I always loved that. You're going to be the and the. Yeah. I always loved that story. Especially with the same thing with like, you know, David Ruffin tried to do that with the Temptations and shit. Where it's just like, there's a band. And then there's the one guy that's. It's 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 a leader coup. But the rest of the band goes, okay. I think in certain instances it's like the like Freddie Mercury and Queen like could have done that with Queen in a sense. You know what I mean? And yeah. Queen, Queen bandmates needed him more than well. In the end, they both needed each other. But you know what I mean? That's an example where you could he could have done that. Well, that's why I love. That's why I'm saying. That's why I love these stories of like you know the bandmate that doesn't just break off. It just does their own thing. Michael he Jackson. goes. He goes a step further. These guys, usually it's guys. I mean, Diana, Diana Ross did it with the Supremes and yep. shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, you say, "I'm just gonna put my name in front of you," because that's an ego thing, man. Oh yeah, like that's very ego. Like David Lee, David Lee Roth didn't do that type of shit. He probably wanted to. David Lee Roth and the. What, with Van Halen? And Van Halen. Yeah. That wouldn't have gone well. It's like David Roth and the name of the, the guitarist two people, yeah. and the drummer that yeah. started this band. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's your Peacock in music. Check out Mary Wells. Um, she's an icon. Um, she doesn't get her due a lot. You know, everyone knows my guy. And well, let's 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 hit that that playlist and let's give her those listens. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hit that playlist and give her listens and check it out. 10-4. Now, um, I got... I, 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 do you want to finish 
on some crazy, or do you want to start with the crazy? Give me the crazy right now. I'm feeling dangerous. First. I'm feeling dangerous. You want the crazy first? I want it right now. This is breaking news. What do you got? We might have a potential cancellation station going on here. Okay. And this is a point in time. I feel um, like it's every other day now. It's it's every other day. It's the world we live in. This one's big, though, and it's also very big for our podcast because I don't know about you, Jordan, but sometimes I get worried that we are not um, bipartisan. We are not like, you know, we like a lot of people think that we lean, mm-hmm. you know, one way or the other. Well, you're a stander. I'm a leaner. Right. Um, but I know what you mean. Yes. And I want to just want I want everyone to know that we fuck with both sides. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyone can get got. And Omar taught me that. Ouchie Fauci is on notice. What did he do? I don't want to completely say, you know, bring the train in to the station okay. because this is information that I just saw which I went over to you in the uh pre, you know, Pre, uh, pre-show meeting. Pre-show meeting. So I don't want to jump the gun because how many times have, like, you know, we or people jump the gun and then, like, you know, facts come out after. It's a mat and you can jump to conclusions. Right. Love that. Um, so, ouchie Fauci done fucked up. What did he say? I've got two things um, that are just real bad. The first one's going to sound bad. The second one is going to be even worse. Give me the first one. Let's go. So, you know how Ouchie Fauci has, you know, been under fire with the Wuhan um, lab? And did he, did, you know, did they fund them? Were they a part of, uh, you know, this, what the, the, it's called, I think it's called Gene... Fuck, I'm sorry. I can't think of it right now. But it's... Ouchie Fauci was... Do you remember in the beginning of all this when everyone was young at him about you were were a part of the uh, NIH and you funded the Wuhan laboratory that had the bat thing going on and that's why we have coronavirus. Do Do you remember that? Yes. And do you also remember he went in front of Congress... This is during the Trump administration, too, right at the end, where he had to go in front of Congress. And they all asked him about this. Said, hey, yo, did you know that, like, you know, because we all, we, everyone was, like, speculating on this Wuhan laboratory. Like, we all know it's the Wuhan laboratory, right? Can we do that? Uh, no. I mean, I don't, you don't think that the Wuhan laboratory. We can't say for sure. The Wuhan laboratory is the reason why we have coronavirus. Do you do want to agree on that? I don't think we can agree. I mean, it's not a fact, but like, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's I'm going to agree. It's not a fact. I, I, I have always thought that the bats got released <laughs> however they got released. <laughs> and then fucking Chinese motherfuckers the were way munching you, on them in a miso soup. You started that and a little smile crept. There were no just, smiles. Just in the corner of your mouth as you said that. I'm under the assumption that. The Wuhan bats, they were doing fucking, you know, coronavirus shit on them, and a bat got out, 
Not accidentally, but I will say accidentally. Is it like, um, what's his name in Jurassic Park was clearly like on guard that night? Right. Uh, Newman. So that's my, I'm under, so I'm under that assumption. And Fauci, you know, had links. So Fauci works for the CDC. The CDC also has a loosely tied to organization called, I believe it's called the NIH. And the NIH is what they threw a fuck ton of money towards this Wuhan laboratory. And the Wuhan laboratory is what Jordan says allegedly, but not Alex, not allegedly, is what, you know. I'm not wildly speculating yeah, on this Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's people eat bat soup. I, you just want the bat soup image. All right, so continue. That's the first one. So, um, it has come out now that, in fact, <laughs> this, this, they did actually not only fund this Wuhan laboratory to do this Wuhan laboratory. This is a fact. It, all funny stuff aside, I know we're getting, there's a lot of stuff to about. All funny stuff aside, this Wuhan laboratory was doing coronavirus testing. Coronavirus is a virus that has been around for a while now. This is not something new in the last two years. It has been around. That's why it's called COVID-19. There were like many fucking numbers before that. So this uh, laboratory was doing testing with the coronavirus. And um, basically, they started doing testing on what can this virus do to humans and that is where it got released basically to how we got covid so this wuhan laboratory started doing you know these like what can what are the effects is, is this coronavirus what will it have on humans so they use bats to try to figure that out one of the bats got out and fucking you know you know Wei Shang Shen fucking, you know, put a one a little miso soup and he ate one. <laughs> and that's how it started. So not on my side allegedly, allegedly on Jordan's side. Sound like a like a like a I can't breathe too quick like I'm 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 huffing and puffing into a conspiracy theory right now. Yes. Um so it so Fauci went out in front of Congress and said that's absolutely not true. We did not fund them. We didn't say, we did not tell them to do any of that stuff. Guess what? What? It's true. Not only did they do fund it, they knew about the gene. It's, I wish I knew the fucking name of the goddamn, it's called like, it's, it's a fancy scientific word of we infect you know, bats and stuff to see how it will affect humans. Yeah. So Fauci said he didn't do it. It's true. He actually did do it. All the Wuhan, everyone's coming out now. The scientists that were there, they all said, yes, he fucking did. Yes, we were doing that. And they won't say yes, a bat got out. But they're saying all that happened. So that's number one. Fauci lied. Okay. Okay. He fucking lied. That's number one. Okay. Number two, the more devastating one, and I know it's going to be way more devastating for you because guess what? My boy likes fucking doggies. You like puppies. Yeah. So, the second thing he's been doing, not him, 
again in another laboratory that's been funded by him yes. and the CDC. Mm-hmm. They give the uh, AOK on it. These motherfuckers, dog, they took puppies, more specifically beagles, beagle puppies, and they're they're doing tests on sandworms. Okay? And they want to know... Like tremors? No. I wish it was tremors. But this also goes back to why I can't wait for you to watch Dune. Because there's worms in it. Um, So they're doing testing on sandworms. And they want to know whatever the fuck they want to know. Because we don't ever understand what the fuck they want to know. But they're doing testing on these sandworms. And they use... Beagle puppies to figure out if these sandworms can basically, you know, can they fight? Can the can the puppies? They have the uh, the vaccine, if you want to call it, in them, and can these sandworms fight it? You know, off. Let's give like the puppy a sandworm. Let's see if it fights it off. But they don't just give the puppy the sandworm to fight it off. They place these puppies in a bag that goes only over their head and they the bag is filled with thousands of sandworms and the sandworms fucking like eat off these beagles fucking heads and that's how they're doing their testing okay that's fucked up you're just taking your glass right now and taking a very generous swig you're just letting me soak in it. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's super fucked up. I'm not even a dog person. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's super fucked up. We just skipped over rats. We skipped over bats. We, and we just went straight to beagle puppies. I need some links. I need to read some things here. I'm giving you the links. They're here Send right the now. They're here right now. I'm giving them to you. I want them. I'm giving them to you. I want them. Eating off the faces of these of these puppies. Ugh, that's fucked up. Okay, that's and 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 you know we it's we like to have a fun time on this podcast, or at least we try to. But this is the type of stuff that been a real Alex bummer can, these last thirty minutes. Alex can't. This stuff cannot be. I need them to know. I need the, I need the people to know. He listens. You know what I mean? Yeah, he. Listens. I need the people to know that this is what your government. Your ouchy fouchies, the people that you love, or maybe you don't fucking love. This is the shit they're doing, okay? And mm. this, the sandworm shit has nothing to do with COVID, okay? Yeah. Has nothing to do with lying on the on Congress's floor. Nothing to do with that. Because he lied on Congress's wanted, floor. You just wanted that in there, You know too. what I mean? Yeah. Because as much as, you know, we, we sit up here and we talk about Matt Getz and all these people that go on the floor and they lie and this and that. Guess what? They're all Guess liars. Guess what? They're all liars. And we and we are we have to keep ourselves accountable on this podcast. Uh yeah, we do. We do. Because we, we have, you know, we we learn we 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 obviously lean a certain type of way and we have Well, you stand a certain way. We I lean. You you're a leaner. I stand a certain type of way. God, you're dead. To one side. Give me that. But <clears throat> You know, Alchi Fauci was definitely a person, and I will just speak for myself, was a person that 
I followed. He's an epidemiologist, and he's been doing it for fucking 40 fucking years. I watched the HBO fucking documentary on him. Yada, yada, yada. Guess that goes out the window, Duke. Mm. Listen, Duke. It goes out the window when you lie. You're a liar. Okay. So are you canceling him? I am I'm not officially canceling because like I said, I just got this news you need 30 to minutes soak, before. You need to soak in it. You know, so I want I need to soak. Yeah. So I want I just want to make sure the information is out there because you guys are gonna start seeing it probably like in the next couple of weeks. Um heard it here first. Yeah, but you know, Ouchie Fauci is a fuck, dog. He's a fuck. He's not fucking complicit. Don't let that little, like, you know, little New York fucking No, he is complicit. Oh, no, he is complicit. Yes. Don't let that little New York, you know, Queens accent, wherever he's from, I think maybe Brooklyn, but don't let that shit... Why'd you say that with such disdain? Because I'm almost positive he's from Brooklyn. Look it up. But what's... But why... You said in Brooklyn, like, what's... What did Brooklyn do to you? Well, I feel like out of all the boroughs, Brooklyn's the most respected. Brooklyn's the most respected to me. But I just want everyone to know, one, Brooklyn. There you go. See, listen, you think I talk out of my ass. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, that's just like a basic knowledge Wikipedia. You wanted me. You, listen, the way that you're side-eyeing me right there, (laughs) you wanted me to be wrong. You wanted it to be like the Bronx. Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's an easy, you would think he's from Staten Island. But he's not. He's from Brooklyn, and that in his little cute, you know, little fucking, you know, uh, accent. You think he's, it's not what it all seems, mm. and that's what we do here on the podcast. We show both sides. Everyone, you know, a lot. Not it doesn't happen a lot. I should say, I shouldn't say that. We don't get a lot of. We have a, we have amazing listeners. They don't really jump down our throats. They they I, I like to think that they think we we go down the middle, mm. but. Ouchie Fauci is on notice. Okay. Okay. I am putting him on and my it's on more notice for, for the puppies for me. Not even the, the, the bat stuff. Not yeah. even the miso soup stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I would try bat soup. That's what that's. So I, I, I do that whole entire. I do that whole diatribe. You have nothing. You don't. You don't. Wifey want to loves this. miso soup. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like wonton a little bit more. I want. I like wonton over miso. But I would try substance. bat soup if it was a, an accredited bat uh, that it, that it came from. You would not. You're just doing that now. Why? Are no, you doing I would. That? You would not try bat soup now. I would. What? You wouldn't? No. Why not? Coronavirus. <laughs> So, um, Corona's back. It's didn't leave. Fauci is on notice. Okay. Um, you let know, me do some research. Let's table this. You can you can do the let's we'll table it. This is breaking news, so like it'll come out, and I'm willing to bet that uh, Alchi Fauci will not be doing any fucking you know uh, mm-hmm. any any appearances this week. I'm willing to bet. Okay. Okay. So, um, but it, it is definitely an absolute fact that <laughs> the Wuhan shit <laughs> was fucking funded by us Americans. Okay. You know, and a bat got out. 
All right? So Newman! So, you know, what Trump was saying wasn't wrong. Wasn't wrong. You, you're, I'm, you're speechless. I, I'm, I'm letting, you're I'm letting, I'm letting that echo so that uh, Mike, uh, mark that, mark that sound, please. We're just gonna revisit it. That's all. I'm just, just marking it for a revisit. Are you, are you, are you not believing what I'm saying? I. Wow. No, no, I don't believe it. I need to read it. You don't believe it. I don't typically take um information of that caliber from individuals anymore that is what is that is what has transpired in this day and age you tell me something it could very well all be 100 percent true sure i need to read multiple articles and see i need to see you know it come from places that i believe but this is something- not that you're unbelievable but no, I know, I know. You are. But I know, but this is something that is very important, especially for this podcast. We don't come on here, and I will, again, just speak for myself. I don't come on here unless I think it's there. there's some substance behind it. We have wildly speculated like seven times today. Not about things like this. No, but once again, give me the info and we will have a discussion okay so uh dropping stuff in my lap well i mean if i can't drop things in your lap then i mean no i mean that's that's what the podcast is. that's what it's about that's what it's for and you are entitled to you know your you, you you but you have to look it up i will it's all my homework i'm putting it down right now yeah but you have to look it up. I I, I saw it on a reputable uh, reputable sports uh, reputable, <laughs> reputable yeah. Try that source, again. Uh, Yahoo News. Not just kidding. It was uh, it was reputable, and um, I think it's it's not looking good. It's I think it's not looking good. Ouchie, Fauci. Yep. Homework. Fauci, Fauci. Homework. Write that down. And then put in parentheses puppies. I'm not putting that. I will put that. It's in. It's in? It's in. Okay, so for some lighter news. Please, Jesus. Lego has gone gender neutral. They didn't have dicks before. Lego's gone gender neutral. They didn't have vaginas before. Lego's gone. They just felt they had to come out and say it. Lego's gone gender neutral. They, them, astronaut. Lego. That's fine. I don't care. Is officially gender uh, gender neutral. Um, the whole world's going gender neutral. Whatever. I can't wait to bang you. That's fine. I can't wait to get all up in there. You know. Well, I don't know about you, but I've never been with a man, no. and I can't wait to explore. I don't want your explore. asshole, which was the first thing that was created when you were deuterosome. Oh my god, I love that. You knew I love that you knew that. Deuterosome. Uh it's it it's the top it's yeah, I'm gonna just go out and say it. It's the top what did you learn this week that you've thank ever you, brought thank you. Thank to you. the table. I pride myself on the what did I learn this week. So that was you a good do one. That and was a good yours one. I feel like are always better than mine. Thank you. Um I, I, I I'm trying to beat you. It's a competition. To have a better thing that I learned this week, and I learned things. Yeah, I think you. I think yeah, Pringles cans, yeah. Fring, uh, frisbees. Um, did you see the guy that got the tattoo on his arm? 
He's a really skinny guy and he got a tattoo on his arm for the mark of how far he can get down the Pringles skin with one arm. No, I like that. Like he like he can't like he can get to the bottom, right? I don't know. It's like that's an odd flex if you can't if there's if there's three chips at the bottom and you're basically telling me you can't get to those chips, you're less than. There's no way he can get to the bottom. I mean, if he's got a little, very small little crab-like hand, why not? I mean, you and I, no fucking way. I don't get Pringles for that reason. Um, <laughs> that's just uh, this is a day in the life of a big man. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's the episode... Um. Wow. I want to. Yeah. There's a. There was a lot there. Mm-hmm. We finished strong. Yeah. A lot of meat and potatoes on the back nine. Um. What was your What was your favorite part about all that? Um. The bat soup. The bat soup. Yeah. You saying bat and miso soup. Miso soup. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it was on a street corner, mm-hmm. on the corner of. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. Is that is it? Is that's a is that the street, a, is that street corner called tre- cancellation? Yeah, and, uh, that's that's cancel and uh, it's over. Boulevard. It, yeah, it's on the um, yeah, it's on the corner of uh, you know Weishong Chen and and um, and, and cancellation, um, both funded by you know. Ouchie. Yeah, ouchie Fauci. Do you like my ouchie Fauci? Eh, it's okay. You don't like that? Too easy? I think you should have continued to switch it up. What else what else can you do with that? Uh, I have no idea. Nothing. But that's on you. That's your cross to bear. It is my cross to bear. Um, it's my job on this podcast to be the shock value, and it's your job. You're the shock jock? I'm the shock jock. I'm I'm Charlemagne the God. And you're uh, Angela Yee. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Speaking of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. What, did she get it? I don't know. Yee. <laughs> See you guys next week. 